everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Table Talk with Toddy. In today's show, we're going to discuss relationships and the positive and negative effects they have on someone who is pursuing their dreams. We're also going to get deep, really deep, and talk about why my last relationship was a fail and the several factors that played into my decision to cut it. So if you've been feeling like you're in a constant combat zone between your relationship, your lover, and your dreams, well, just keep listening. Welcome to Table Talk with Toddy, a podcast for millennials designed to motivate, inspire, and educate you on what it really takes to live a real life on purpose. This isn't your typical podcast. You can count on me to keep it real, funky, and relatable here on Table Talk with Toddy. Thank you for joining me again for a new episode. This episode today is on a topic that I totally never thought that I would be talking about or even having a discussion on my podcast about. But um, shout out to one of my best friends in the entire world, Chavis. Um, Him and I were having a discussion earlier this week and he asked me why I never talk about relationships. And I told him, I said, because I don't feel like that's my area of expertise. But the more I started thinking about it, the more I started to really consider, do I know a thing or two about relationships? Hmm, Maybe. If you're talking about from the aspect of how relationships positively and negatively affect someone who is, like myself, ambitious, gonna pursue my dreams, you know how 50 Cent says, get rich or die trying, I'm one of those people that I'm gonna pursue my dreams If I've got to pursue them my entire life and die trying, whatever you work towards, whatever you push forward towards is eventually going to happen. The doors are eventually going to swing open. So, you know, coming from a place where I'm, I'm a very ambitious person and I'm one of those people that there's not too much you can do to deter me from pursuing my dreams. When you talk about relationships, relationships can either make or break you, really. It's all into what's more important. Do you have the balance and all of that good stuff? So when I thought about relationships from that aspect, from that point of view, I said, you know what? Let me take a poll. So I went to my newest BFF, which is AKA Snapchat. And I did a quick poll and a lot of people said, yes, please talk about it because I'm actually in a place where they're either in a relationship or they're married and they're running into problems because they are spending a lot of time on the computer, pursuing their dreams, all of that good stuff. And their partners aren't understanding the grind. Their partners aren't understanding how invested they are in making their dreams reality. So I said, you know what? I think I have a lot of insight on this topic because my last relationship and thinking back relationships that I've had prior to my last one, to some extent they failed because my partner didn't understand my position as far as me giving it my all, me giving my dreams, my everything. So, you know, I chose to discuss this today specifically as it pertains to you guys who are millennials. I was reading an article the other day um, and it's it was by Huffington Post and it says millennials are the generation that doesn't want relationships. And no lie, I was seriously like, damn, <laughs> we don't want relationships? I mean... I thought that was a little far-fetched. 
However, I can see where there is truth today. And so today, I really just want to have a casual conversation about relationships, dreams, relationships versus dreams. It should somebody have to choose between the two because they're two great things. So why should somebody have to choose between the two? So, of course, I'm going to bring some personal insights some personal experience into this episode and first tell you about my relationship um, without giving too much of it away. But as it pertains to this topic today, quick history. You guys know um, I was in a very long term relationship, almost four years long, probably the first love of my real life. (laughs) How many of you can relate to that? The first time I've ever felt like I really knew what love was. However, it was a long distance relationship, so we didn't get to spend that much time together. Um, But we had a really good friendship, a really good relationship. Um, I think we casually dated for maybe three months before we made it official. You know, we like to say official. And I was very happy. He was very happy. Um, And and I'm going to bring this up because it's something that I'll never forget. Maybe six to eight months in our relationship, he started to notice that I could never put my phone down. I was always very into my dreams and very into what it was that I was in pursuit of. At that time, I believe I had just launched the Toddy brand. And I was really navigating my way through my dreams. I was working a regular job. But I was also hustling on the side, doing websites and graphics and all that good stuff. So I was very much so invested into my future and the things that I wanted out of life. And I remember a question that he asked me. And if you guys can relate to this question, if you've ever got asked this question, tweet me, snap me at Official Dottie and let me know. But the question was, if I were to take you on a vacation, could you put your phone down for, I think he said two, a few hours or something like that? Maybe it was a couple of days or for the entire vacation, whatever the case was. My answer was no. (laughs) My answer was no. And he, to this day, still brings that up to me. And here's why. And I'm going to bring it to you from both aspects. Well, at least how I understand from his aspect what he might be thinking, why I said no. For me, my reason for saying no at that time was because I am in an industry. um, My career was built off of social media. My career was built off of my ability to make things happen within one touch of of really using my phone. Rather, it was posting something that was inspiring somebody, rather it was promoting a product or service that I had to offer. That was my moneymaker. My phone was my moneymaker. And so I felt like at that time, okay, if I turn my phone off, if I don't have access to my cell phone, I might be missing something. This is how I make my money. So why would you ask me to leave my phone? From his point of view, he was probably seeing it as I was not willing to be 100% invested in our relationship, invested in our time alone. Well understood. But I still, to this day, I feel like, and this, this is just my opinion, I feel like if I were in a relationship with someone who was equally as invested in pursuing their dreams, was equally as excited about the things that they had going on in their career, that question would have never come up. It would have never come up. So that was just a question I wanted to throw out there because it was one that I got asked and that was my reason reason for saying no. So here's the problem because, you know, we got to talk about what the problem is. Yes, I said is. We got to talk about what the problem is. I mean... 
The reason why we got to talk about the problem is because I don't want you to be listening to this podcast. I want you to be able to take away from it. So here's the problem that I'm seeing. There are way too many millennials out here still in 2016 trying to force the white picket fence syndrome and forgetting the importance and the value of having a relationship with themselves first. That's the problem. I mean, we grow up, we're taught that you graduate high school, you go to college, you graduate college and you get a real job, which realistically does not happen in most cases. You get a real job, you meet your partner for life, you fall in love, you marry them, you have some children, you buy some property, you build a house, and there you go, there's life. But what's next? (laughs) This is what we've been molded and shaped to believe that our lives has to be. And this is still a problem because while we're so focused on forcing the white picket white picket fence syndrome into our personal lives we're neglecting relationship with self and i believe that you can't be 100% invested in a relationship you can't give a relationship 100% if you want 100% after all relationship is only let's be honest a relationship is only truly and I say truly with the most intent, it's only truly 50-50 if both people, meaning you and your partner, are 100% or as close to 100% individually. So a relationship is only truly 50-50 if you and him or you and him or you and her or she and she or he and he, whatever your thing is, if you're both 100% equally. This means It is so much better and you probably run into less problems and get to that hashtag relationship goal status if you know who you are individually, if you've worked towards building your own empire separately first, and then when you get in a relationship, your partner, you guys can understand each other so much better and it doesn't, it won't seem like one person is always on their phone are always going to events are always at network out networking are always trying to build their business are always trying to build their brand and then you feel like you're leaving your partner behind or you feel like they just don't get it i feel like one of the main reasons why people get to the place where they feel they have to choose between their relationship and their dreams is because the other person just doesn't get it And when I say get it, I don't mean that they have to understand what you do to the T. I don't I don't mean that they have to know your industry, know your business, know your craft, know your talent to the nine. What I mean is you have to be with someone who gets vision and they get what it takes to make a vision actually happen in real life. Bottom line, I don't feel like there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. So when you don't have those things. Here's the result, and this is what personally happened to me. You get into the blame game. You get into this thing where the other party is making you feel guilty because you feel like instead of going out and having all this fun all the time or or just BSing around with your free time, you might rather be on the computer hustling, grinding, making things happen. And then when you don't do it, 
they make you feel guilty or they make you feel like you're less of a good partner because you choose to prioritize other things that essentially are going to be um, a blessing in your future. So that's the problem. The problem is there's still too many of us forcing a white picket fence syndrome. And then there's that other half, like Huffington Post said that, you know, we just simply don't want relationships. Personally, I'm in a place right now where I'm good on relationships. And here's why. Because I am learning about Natasha and I feel like I can't give my partner, whoever he may be in the future, <laughs> I don't know if it's a close future or far future, but whoever he is, I don't feel like I can give that person what's required of someone in a relationship until I've built what I wanted to build, at least some of it, so that when I do get in a relationship, whoever that person is, they've done the same thing I'm doing right now. And when we get together, you know, these small types of issues won't be an issue because we'll both get it. We'll both understand vision. And then we can get that title that everybody on Instagram is posting, hashtag relationship goals. (laughs) But have we ever stopped to think about what is relationship goals comprised of? Two people who have worked on self prior to being in a relationship. So, you know, you've got to ask yourself the big question. Am I 100% invested in this relationship? And I believe in in asking questions because questions, they focus your focus. Questions make you think about what your goal is. They make you think about what it is that you need to focus on. Because once you figure out what you're going to focus on, it's so much easier to make things happen. So I'm a firm believer in asking yourself a big question. And the big question for me in my relationship was, you know, am I 100% invested in this? And in me asking myself that question, I had some factors to consider. I was in a relationship where my partner, you know, before we met, he had other things going on. Um, He had other children. He had a previous marriage. Um, There was a lot of things that I came into the relationship on. So some of the factors that I considered, you know, everything that I came into the relationship with, everything he came into the relationship with. And I feel like it all eventually ended up factoring into my decision to cut it. And I mean, of course, it took me a long time to get to the actual point to say, okay, I have to choose my dream over this relationship because all of the arguing, the explaining why you have to stay up until this time of night to finish something, why you decide to invest in this class or invest in this thing for your business over doing something that that person opposed to what that person might have wanted to do instead. It got to the point where I had to make the decision, okay, If I don't invest in my future now, if I don't pursue my dreams now, you know, who's to say that this will happen for me five years down the line once I get my relationship, quote unquote, together or in the right place. So I had to make the decision. So, you know, if you're out there and you're struggling with being in a relationship, you know, you've got to ask yourself a series of questions. And I mean, each case obviously is individual. Um, You've got to put your own factors in a place, but... Um, it was just a lot to have to keep explaining. And I feel like if your partner isn't 
as active as you are, if your partner is content, if your partner doesn't have a vision for their own lives, it's going to make a huge impact in your energy level, in your ambition, in your pursuit to to say, okay, I want to do this and I'm going to do it. You know, your partner is essentially like your best friend in most cases. So if that person doesn't get it, then it's going to be very challenging for you to keep your energy level to the point where it pushes you to your destiny, where it pushes you to the place you need to be in for your dreams to turn into reality. So you've got to take those factors into consideration. You've really got to take those factors into consideration. And I see so many people now who are so hell-bent on being in a relationship until they're neglecting themselves. And that's only a temporary fix. You can go to the gym all day to get your body right for your partner. And you can do all of these things for your partner. But if you're doing nothing for yourself individually, being in that relationship isn't going to work because you're not doing anything for self. And self-love is got to be has got to be your first love you can't love anybody else um and even even deeper than that you can't help someone else push their dreams and and push their vision if you don't have one for yourself first and so I think we're getting it twisted relationships are great and and I don't want you to take away from this episode thinking that I'm anti-relationship I just feel like relationships should come once you've gotten yourself um, once you at least know yourself some first, because if not, then you're in a sense going backwards. So if you're feeling like you're in a constant combat zone, um, between your relationship and your dreams, then I hope that this episode is helping you to really take some factors into consideration and really look out for the signs. You know, I, one of the things I also noticed was that your partner could definitely be 50 50 50% rather invested in your vision and, and here's what i mean by that look at the signs if your partner 80% of the time is always questioning your decisions as far as your dreams you might want to look out for that if your partner only supports you when it's glitzy and glamorous, which means once you've achieved a major milestone, once you've um, got recognized by somebody on a higher scale, once you've written that book, once you've gone to that event, once you've been recognized by the world, if that's the only time your partner applauses you, that, my friend, is a major problem. But in the meantime, while you're working towards that thing, if they're badgering you, if they're making you feel guilty, um, if, if you're noticing all of those things leading up to them, the big applause at the end, once you've done the hard work, once you've invested the time, that my friend is a problem. So always look out for those factors. Always look for the signs. On the contrary, if you've got a partner who applauses you, who pushes you, even when you feel like giving up, who um, may not get your career, they may not get what you do or what your real vision is, but that they know that you're working towards something greater. Those, my friends, are the healthiest relationships that you can be in. Because you don't just want to be in a relationship with someone who wants to be there when the lights, camera, action. You want somebody that can push you and be with you and really understand 
and, and, and motivate you even when you're going through complete chaos or when your dreams aren't playing out as you would like for them to. So take all of these things into consideration. Relationships, I'm not an expert, but I definitely know firsthand um, how it feels to be in that combat zone between feeling like you have to choose between your lover, your relationship, um, and giving up on your dreams. To wrap this all up, it's really an individual evaluation. My story could be completely different than your story. But ultimately, the goal here is to, once again, take a self-inventory and figure out, are you individually where you want to be as it pertains to your career, your job, your um, spiritual life, your, your, just your individual self-life? Do you love yourself individually without having a relationship? Are you in love with you? Because if you're not, it's going to be so much harder to be in a relationship with someone who does not get your dreams, who does not have a vision for themselves. It's going to be unnecessary baggage. It's going to be pressure, unnecessary pressure. And ultimately, we all want a relationship, but we want to have a healthy relationship. We want to have someone in our corner who can be with us in our low moments, somebody who may not get your vision exactly, but they get vision in general. And so they are equally your partner because when you're not feeling like getting up and moving forward and making that phone call or taking that leap of faith, that person is there to root you on and ultimately be your number one cheerleader, not just when the lights, camera, action, but during the times when you need motivation the most. Take into consideration, are you 100% invested? If you're in a relationship right now, ask yourself, are you invested 100%? And the answer to that is no, if you're not 100%. And by 100%, by no means necessary do I mean life is perfect for you. You've got the best career. You're making the most money you've ever wanted to make. Your business and brand is booming. I don't mean that. What I mean by you being 100% individually is meaning you at least have an idea of what it is that you want to do with your life. What type of legacy you want to leave. What type of vision? Do you have a vision for your life individually? If you can't answer those questions truthfully, then you're probably not 100% invested in your relationship. And you're going to spend a lot of your energy combating and trying to justify and explain. And truth be told, you can get so much further if you're in a relationship with someone who gets it. And that's really the bottom line. If you're still looking for a white picket fence a lifestyle, um, and you're a millennial, really, understand that it's so much better to get to know you before you get in a relationship, to at least have a vision for your life, so that when you get with your partner, that y'all can really be that power couple and have that hashtag relationship goals like most people um, dream of. So, you know, relationships are great, and I can't wait until I get back in one, but I want it to be with the right person. I want to make sure that my vision is at least off the ground so that when what I bring to the table, that person can bring something to the table. And I mean, it could be explosive. I mean, how do you think Jay-Z and and Beyonce and Swizz Beats and Alicia Keys and you got Lauren and J.R. Ridinger, you've got all of these amazing power couples who individually had to get to know themselves prior to them becoming the powerhouse that that they are now and 
now you see Beyonce has a baby. They have a child together. You see Alicia and Swizz have, has a child together. And then you even, I'll use Lauren and JR. They've got blended families and, and it works and, and they continue to grow and they continue to evolve, but don't get it twisted. They had to get to know themselves individually before they got to that stage. Let's stop screaming relationship goals if we're not working on self goals first. (laughs) That should be the new hashtag, hashtag self goals. I hope that this episode has helped you. I'm glad that I did go ahead and talk about the subject because I feel like feeling like you have to be in a relationship, especially if you're getting older. You know me, I'm 28. If I had the white picket fence syndrome, I would be feeling like or beating myself up saying, you know, I've got to be in a relationship. Why am I not in a relationship? Is something wrong with me? I would be exhausting a lot of energy focusing on that. Instead, I choose to focus on me. I choose to build my empire. And then when that person, God sends that person alone, then he has no choice but to have built his own first. And then together we can be explosive. If you've been suffering from white picket fence syndrome, and that's going to be my last time saying that because it's like a tongue twister, just let it go. Work on you. Hashtag self goals. And you'll be amazed at how fast a partner will come into your life. Somebody that you need, somebody that is God sent, um, not somebody that you go out and find on social media. But you'll be amazed at how much more you'll love you and how much easier and how much more energy you'll have to pursue your dreams. So thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode of Table Talk with Toddy. I love hearing your feedback. So hit me up on social media, snap me, Instagram me, DM me, and let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know if it has helped you. Let me know if it didn't help you. Um, I love to hear your feedback. And as always, guys, stay motivated. Plug into a source that motivates you, whatever that may be. And make sure that you are pursuing your dreams and not letting anybody tell you that you can't do it. And before I go, here's a quick challenge. Do something today that you didn't dare to do last week. I dare you. I will talk to you in our next episode.